0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Holistic Astrology podcast from Bhagyashree Holistic Astrology. Today, we are taking a new turn, a new um, path in life. As we are talking about 2024 horoscopes, I've already talked about Aries, Taurus and Gemini. And today we'll be talking about Cancer. For Cancerians, um, it's an year where you'll have to do a lot. Um, You'll be going to different sacred places like temples, receiving spiritual guidance. And also working to make sure that you earn even higher income. So what all is planned for Cancerians across the four quadrants of karma? Let's figure it all out today. hey cancerians how are you doing how's life i hope it's good i hope you all use instagram and youtube because if you do check out the descriptions and meet me on my socials you can of course follow bhagishri astrology and if you want to follow me and get in touch with me you can do that as well now let's talk about cancerians all right so you're usually affected a lot by the movements of the moon and you already know that moon is a very impressionable planet so why are we talking about moon because Cancer is the only sign that is controlled by the Moon. So the Sun and Moon are two luminaries and both of them control only one sign each. So Sun gets Leo and Moon gets Cancer. So now Moon is a planet that is very impressionable, no matter where it goes, it adopts the properties of that particular place and if it is in a conjunction with another planet, if it is getting hard aspects from another planet, Moon will definitely take on uh, the qualities of that planet as well okay so moon again as i said is very impressionable so it will be affected by everything that it comes in touch with for cancerians it will be a very important year to have something called neer sheer vivek so if you understand hindi you probably got what i'm talking about if you don't there is a concept about swans uh, they are called Hans in hindi swans having the ability to to separate the milk from water so it's a common belief of sorts that if you give a swan because swans are pure if you give swans uh, milk mixed with water the swan would be able to consume the milk and leave the water uh, like behind so swans in a way have the ability to do justice they are fair and they understand how to pick the right things from the wrong things because the world is composed of both right and wrong right everything has the ability to do good for you and everything has the ability to do bad to you and when we are a swan when we become this Hans, it's all about finding out what good can we get from the world what good can we get from people and how to see the best um uh, you know in everything so this old adage you know, of becoming a white beautiful elegant swan that has wisdom really works for cancerians this year so this is precisely what you have to develop as well so you have to develop the discretion that's what vivek is called Uh, you have to develop discretion in uh, dealing with what is right and dealing with what is wrong because you cannot treat them both in the same way now this one is very intelligent and so are you so it will only consume what is true and it will leave behind what is false it only consumes what is positive and leaves behind what is negative so this year jupiter will be in your 12th house uh, sorry in your 10th house and he will move into your 11th house um, this is generally a very good thing and it will bring out higher gains and higher income for you you'll be able to earn more incentives more bonuses and generally become more popular uh, for the work that you're doing so yeah good news will keep uh, you know coming to you this year as far as money is concerned as far as your reputation is concerned things will be fine saturn will be in your eighth house here he will protect you from the most uh, um, weird things right so he will protect you from any damage he will protect you from any kind of harm and he may continue um, shoving some very important things under the rug too so saturn in one way when he goes into the arishta bhava of eighth house that is um, the house of death and reincarnation he will stop these things from happening he will stop physical damage from occurring but at the same time he'll be pushing a few things under the rug and telling you that okay you don't need to worry about this we'll think about it later or we'll let fate play its role let's not uh, you know engage with this thing so he'll also make you work a little harder and give you a lot more pressure than usual but he'll not harm you as such rahu and ketu will be in your ninth and third houses Ketu may make you question, why are you doing things? He'll be like, why are you doing this really? What are you getting out of it? Are you sure this is what you should be doing? Things like that. Sometimes you would want to pull back and not do anything, even when you have to. If that happens, work on Rahu, who's in the ninth house for you. He's very keen on spirituality. But please be aware that people who give you breadcrumbs in the name of spiritual wisdom are the people that you need to stay away from so stay away from gurus who only preach and don't teach if you can learn great if you're only listening to some preaching by somebody about what life is or what life should be and some very uh, far-fetched ideas that really are not grounded in reality at all or Um, Ideas which are being spoken just so that the guru and his, you know, entourage can be elevated uh, to some another level of, uh, I don't know, divinity in a way. Those are not the gurus that you're looking for. Always look for somebody who's out there uh, for good, who's teaching you the right things, who's helping you in getting the right things done. If a teacher or a preacher is simply, uh, I don't know, he's just shoving things down your throat, if they are just allowing you to dump information in your brain and you are um, simply unable to think for yourself and that's not the right guru because there is no one-size-fits-all and gurus understand that and that is why gurus are important. Great, now let's talk about your goals. Your goal this year is to make the most of your career, get in touch with more people, show the world who you are and let them know that you're worth something. So this is the right time to show your real self to the world, don't hide anymore. You are ruled by the moon and the moon is very quick, is very swift, moves very quickly across the zodiac, is very impressionable at the same time, you already know that. So there is one quality about the moon that you probably, you know, don't hear about a lot. It's that the moon works in a very hidden way, right? He is not the sun. The sun is assertive. So whatever he is doing is out there for the whole world to see. But with the moon, things become a lot more hidden. Okay. So there is a blanket over whatever moon is doing. This year, you don't have to follow the path of the moon. This year, whatever you have to do, or at least whatever you're producing towards the end, should be available for the whole world to see. Don't believe that you can write um, the beautiful, um, a, a beautiful novel or a beautiful uh, book or a beautiful song, and it can remain hidden, uh, you know, in your drawer where you're keeping all your songs, or maybe in a in a digital folder and someday the world will realize who you are and someday you'll come out and you'll be a star. No, that's not how it works. This year you'll have to make efforts in order to let the world know that you exist and this is how you exist. If you don't want to share your process, that's fine. But if you can share your process too, that will be good because you'll have more things to share. But whatever you want to share or whatever you want to hide, make sure that at least the final product is out there in the world and people can see it, don't shy away, don't bend over backwards, and don't allow yourself any refuge from work, get it done. And remember, supportive times like these don't really arrive too often. So you have to make the best of it, get as far ahead in your career as possible, get the most number of followers, get the most number of subscribers, do whatever, just do it this year, because you are being supported in a very good way. And who is supporting you exactly? That is the second quadrant. Well, you will be supported by Jupiter this year. And ironically, even Rahu and Saturn will be there to provide you with support, given a few conditions of course. So generally, Rahu and Ketu are considered malefic planets, but this time, they can actually help you if you are able to fulfill their conditions. So Saturn, first of all, wants, to, uh, wants you to bury your old thoughts and patterns. And Rahu is interested in learning spirituality. So if you fulfill these two duties, it will be amazing because both of them will be providing you with the support that you need. So Rahu in the ninth will be able to uh, like revive your interest in spirituality and help you get in touch with your spiritual self. And if you find the right guru, if you find somebody who really teaches you, even though their ideologies and the words that they are using and their whole persona is not attractive or charming or out there, even if they're telling you a very simple thing, a very simple thing like, um, you know, every morning you get up, the first thing you do is uh, make up your bed. Even if it's something very simple, very mundane, uh, that guru will be able to help you immensely. But if you run after somebody in a very Rahu-esque manner, if you run after somebody who has all the bells and whistles of a guru but is not really making anything happen for you, uh, then you'll have problems. So figure out the right guru and make sure that you work with the right side of Rahu, not the wrong side of Rahu and with Saturn. Um, since Saturn wants to you know, bury a lot of things, let Saturn bury old thoughts, old habits and old patterns instead of um, you know... Um, Feelings and emotions that you should be expressing to the world and the work that you have done that should not be hidden uh, underground. So, do that. And as far as Jupiter is concerned, when Jupiter is a real guru, so he'll be helping you out. But this year, he'll be helping you out materially. So, he'll give you with abundance, uh, he'll give you with people who recognize you, and he'll provide you with um, a lot more income and a lot more um, what do I say, abundance in general. So, he'll be there, he'll be providing you with luck and beauty and so much more right my suggestion is go to uh, sacred places and temples if that is possible for you because uh, going there will be immensely helpful in aligning your spiritual energy which can generally be disrupted by Rahu so Rahu in the ninth can actually make you fall for gurus who are not really available Uh, in the physical sense so they could be people who are sitting far far away from you and they are reaching you via digital or electronic means Uh, like just like how I am reaching you right now via this podcast so it could be like that or um, you may be interested in people who call themselves gurus but are charlatans or charlatans I don't know what you call them exactly but yeah that's what they are Now let's talk about your challenges. Your biggest challenge this year is to tell yourself what you're doing and why you're doing it. This is mostly because of Ketu. Ketu is a planet that does not like to engage. It is a very neutral planet. It doesn't really want to get anything done. So when Ketu goes into your third house and especially in the house of Virgo, he's asking you a very important question. And the question is, Why are you doing all this? What's the point? And every single day, every single time when Ketu asks this question, you'll have to answer it. You'll have to let Ketu know that I'm doing this because of this. I'm doing this because of this. Make sure you're ready. Because when Ketu goes in the third, it's not just about asking questions. It's also about testing your resolve and seeing whether you're doing things for the heck of it or whether you're doing things because you really want to do them if you do anything half-heartedly you will lose. So let me give you an example. Um, let's assume that you want to give yourself a makeover okay which means that you want to work on the physical aspects of uh, of your life maybe um, you know change your weight or maybe try to look a little better, figure out what colors suit you figure out what hairstyles suit you, and so on and so forth. So one way of doing this is, you go to the salon, you just had a breakup, you go to the salon, and you get a nice haircut, and a nice new hair color, and that's that. And you call it a post-breakup makeover, which is cool, nothing wrong with it. But then Ketu asks, why are you doing this exactly? And you tell Ketu, "Um, you know what, I had a breakup, so... I thought that giving myself a new look might help." And Ketu is like, uh-uh, <laughs> no, wrong, sorry, not happening. I'm not helping you here. This is not the right way to get things done. So what is the right way to get things done? Are you looking for a makeover? Yes. And it's it's not just about uh, you know, getting a new haircut or a new hair color. It's also about changing yourself in a deeper way and acknowledging that you probably made a few mistakes here and there as well. Maybe you made the mistake of finding the wrong person. Maybe you made a few mistakes in the relationship as well, which is fairly common. People do that on both sides. Um, maybe you had low self-esteem. right? So if you get a makeover now, you're not just physically changing yourself, but you also want to change yourself internally. Because whatever you're trying to do externally to yourself is eventually um, a reflection of whatever you want to do from the inside. So if you want to change yourself, if you really want to change yourself, it's not about getting a new hair color. It's also about changing who you are from within. Um, If you have any bad habits, changing them. If you have any issues, especially with self-esteem, changing them. If you have any previous baggage related to relationships or yourself, changing that so and you you need to you know have a very good reason for getting things done number one a very solid reason it's not like you can just do things for fun you have to have a very solid reason and at the same time you have to have a very strong resolve for getting it done as i said earlier if you do anything half-heartedly you will lose and ketu is like dude you're not getting it done properly i'm sorry this is not this is not how it works and This is probably not how you should live your life. So Ketu is challenging and every single day, every single moment, he'll ask you why. And every single day, every single moment, you'll have to tell Ketu, this is why. Right? Now, how to make it all work? We come to the last quadrant. Um, To make this year work for you, it's essential to know the why in your life, as I said earlier. If you can answer why you're doing something, you'll be able to handle the pressures of this year. If not, you may enter a negative spiral and you will have a hard time getting out of it. Of course you don't want that to happen, so figure out your why. Why are you doing whatever you are doing? Why are you listening to this podcast right now? Do you have an answer? Do you do you know why you connect with me? Do you know why you want to listen to me? Do you know why you're interested in astrology? Do you know how it is helpful? Do you know that this is the right place and the right time to be? Do you know why you're following a particular career? Do you know why even after having gone through a lot in your relationship of the past seven years, you still decide to be with this person every single day for the rest of your life? Do you know why even after there is a lot of demands, a lot of pressures on you, you continue to be a good father or a good mother? Do you know why even after so many things in your life, you still continue to be yourself and you still decide to smile every single day and enjoy your life? So you have to find your whys, both the small whys and the big whys. And the more you answer these questions, the better your life will be. The more you're able to figure things out, the better your life will be. The more you know why you're doing something, the better your resolve will be. And when you start doing things with such clarity in your mind, of course, everything falls back, uh, you know, at its right place. And suddenly, you have this sort of epiphany where you're like, Wow, I'm living this life. I love this life. And I know exactly what to do to propel myself forward. <laughs> Too heavy, right? Don't worry. You'll have an entire year to deal with this. But if you face any problems, you can always talk to me. Feel free. And even if you can't talk, um, I'll always be here for you via this podcast. So make sure that you keep listening and find out your ways. Good luck. God bless.